The Unknown God, Part 4, Friday, March 1, 2024. He fashioned us to seek Him, and perhaps to sense Him in our heart, and through our soul and mind to search for Him. The truth is that He is not far from each and every one of us. We live and move, and ultimately we exist only in Him. Even your poets recognize this reality. They say, for we are his offspring, Acts 17, 27, and 28. The beauty of God is that he wants to be known. Unlike the rest of us, or perhaps I'm the only one, who keeps myself at a safe and secure distance. Life has forged me that way by my dysfunctional upbringing. Sadly, sin has caused all of us to be at times veiled and cautious. But God is not like that, at least not the God that I have come to know. From the grace bestowed on Adam and Eve to the last soul on earth, God seeks to know and to be known. He wants to be known as a loving and caring sovereign. His very character is defined as righteous and loving to the core. So, how has our soul wandered so far from God? How has our perception of God become so blurred? How is it that we keep God at a distance when God created us to seek after Him? He created us to seek Him and to love Him with all our heart and soul. The Apostle describes how God is not far from each and every one of us. More so, he says we live and move and ultimately we exist only in Him. Verse 28. How then has humanity, beginning with me, become so often estranged from the very one who seeks to save us? How can we be so wrapped up in our own world that we live lives of complacent independence. How are we so wrapped up in our own world that we live lives of complacent independence at a safe and comfortable distance, but not totally invested in His will for us? He calls us our children for Pete's sake. I have three children and four grandchildren, not counting the many other children my wife and I have added to our family along our lifelong ministry. They are all my children. We love them. We connect with them. We shower them with gifts and hugs and time. Given our packed schedule of two determined retirees, all of our many children are at times frustrating and self-centered. But we love them. They all have their moments of craziness and even selfishness. But that does not minimize our love for them at all. Jesus said, If you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? Matthew 7:11 Paul is not done yet with this crowd of elite thinkers but he certainly opened up the spigot of God's water of life and grace and hope and healing to all those present that day God invites us all boneheads and eggheads alike he says the spirit and the bride say come let each one who hears them say the same come let the thirsty one come anyone who wants to let him come and drink the water of life without charge. Revelation twenty two seventeen, New Living Translation. The apostle is not done yet, not by a long shot. He is far from ending his discourse. We will follow him to the bitter end. However, there is a choice we will all have to make between Mars Hill and the hill called Calvary. Which worldview will win? Which choice will be made? There is a connection between the two to be continued next week. Abba, I want to know you more, Lord. I want to be known by you, even as I dip my finger into the pool of eternity of you. In Jesus' name.
Amen.